0: Doing a release date intro. Today is May 21st. First and foremost, I hope each of you are staying safe out there and doing well. I know the country is looking to open up, but there's still no cure for this global pandemic. Stay safe out there, everybody, please. One of the new things I started doing was recording these Tech Money Talk podcasts live. You can actually find it on youtube.com slash techmoneytalks or facebook.com slash techmoneytalks. This is giving you real-time information to the latest e-commerce strategies as I'm interviewing these drop shipping professionals. And the one I'm going to introduce you to today is Camille Sattar. This was a recording that was about a month ago, April 20th. And that's what I'm saying. You could catch the live recording and it's actually a behind the scenes view of everything that we do as we record the podcast, but you can get access to the information there and catch us on video. And if you catch us live, you can even throw out some questions live to the feature guests that I'm interviewing. It's been getting a lot of great response and it's been deepening the conversation because you have been able to participate in the podcast. So it's really awesome stuff. New things that are happening. So, all right, enough said. Go ahead and check out the rest of this podcast. Hey, everybody. Brian McCumber here with Tech Money Talks. I am really excited today because we have a very special guest on the podcast. We are fortunate to have Camille Sitar as a special guest on the show. And if you don't know who he is, then you're missing out big time because Camille is a rising star in the e-commerce space. By the young age of 19, Camille hit his first million by the age of 19, and he's been growing faster ever since into a multi-million dollar producer. Camille is a British entrepreneur that is going to be talking with us live from Europe. This is a global business, folks, and like I said, we're selling to the world. We're selling to the world. So if you're interested in starting an online business to make extra money, you better save this episode in your back pocket and listen to it over and over again, because the stories and the tips you're going to learn here will give you the opportunity to quickly launch your own business to help your wallet grow fat. Camille has been absolutely killing it in e-commerce and has mentored many others to get started, achieving amazing success. Camille has a large following on YouTube and has been featured in publications and networks like Fox News and NBC. Time is money and everyone's looking to get a piece of his time and I'm so happy to have him on the show today. Camille, thanks for joining us, brother. How's it going?
1: Really appreciate it, Brian, having me on the podcast. I've been wanting to be on this podcast for a long
0: time now, so I'm glad it's finally come. Hey, awesome, brother! Yeah, I'm glad that we connected, and uh, it's a really great thing. And I'd say, you know, to start things off for the audience, maybe we could take a step back, and you could share your journey into dropshipping and e-commerce.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great way to introduce myself. So my name is Camille Satter, um and I was, and I'm only 20 years old. So I started in the game when I was 15. Now, not actually drop shipping, but I started buying and reselling when I was 15. So I buy things like Supreme, Bape online, uh, get it for cheap, or I'd get it at retail, and then I'd sell it. Obviously at a higher rate because of the demand. You can obviously charge a lot more than retail uh, because obviously they sell out a lot quicker. So I'd make a couple of hundred dollars here and there. So I was in the buying and reselling game for around about a year and a half. And the reason why I stopped the buying and reselling industry was because it was just very, very competitive And there are a lot of big brands out there that will close you down for doing it. And as soon as they find out who you are, it can get very, very, very messy. So I looked for other ways to make money online. And I came across Dropshipping. This was back in 2017. Wow. And I just thought, wow, you can make so much money and you don't even have to invest that much money. Like your brick and mortar stores, you have to invest $50,000 $25,000. We drop shipping back then, Facebook was a lot cheaper back in those days. I don't know if you remember. Honestly, yes. it was so so <laughs> cheap. You could start drop shipping honestly, and I kid you not with about $500 and you could do some decent things. Nowadays, obviously things have changed. And then I did drop shipping for a year in 2017. I didn't do very well. I found my first mentor after 6 months of failing and losing a couple of thousand dollars. Um, I had a daytime job in retailing selling shoes. It's called JD Sports. Those that are from the UK will know what that is. It's like Foot Locker, but the the UK version. Not as good as Foot Locker, I must say. (laughs) <laughs> but um, it's, it's the UK version. And then I quit college because I was taking a college degree and it was a business degree. And I, and I wasn't getting taught how to start a business. I was getting taught how to work for somebody else's business. And that wasn't good for me. And I didn't really like the, the sound of that. So that's why I really deeped into the entrepreneurship route. Um, and like I said, I did drop shim for six months. After that, I completely lost around about two 3,000 pounds. Found my first mentor. Uh, and shout out to him. And then after six months of finding my first mentor, I started getting a lot of traction. I learned the Facebook ads. I learned how to make compelling copywriting. And then I started, found my first winning product after that. And I made $25,000 with that product. And the actual profit margin was around about 23%. And then from 2018 to 2019, for in Q4 of that year, I was able to generate a million dollars in revenue. And then skip forward, I'm here today now, got a YouTube channel with almost 35,000 subscribers we did that in a year which is insane Facebook group with 6,000 people in there so we've absolutely crushed it from from there really i can't i can't explain how fast things have gone it's insane
0: yeah amazing yeah amazing success story for sure and really awesome is i mean it goes to show you know the power of the opportunity that's available And, uh, and even, you know, let's even give perspective for the folks, you know, because this will be a podcast that they'll be listening to, you know, there are those people watching it live right now, but this is April 20th and I want to start giving like, you know, dates and timestamps because typically some of the podcast release will be like a couple of weeks out or, or so. And a lot changes Mm. over the past number of weeks now, especially around these Mm. times. But I was wondering, you know, maybe you could speak to, you know, how has how has things changed for you under, you know, these circumstances?
1: Yeah. So during this uh, current situation that we're in, for those that are obviously watching it in April 2020, you'll know what we're talking about. We don't want to mention the word, of course. So obviously, during (laughs) this uh, period of time, a lot has changed now. The biggest like difference that I've personally seen is consumers buying behaviors completely changed. Now, if you don't yeah. understand consumers buying behavior, then you're gonna be in that group of people at the moment that are like, I don't want to start dropshipping because everybody's not making money. Now there are dropshippers making money and I can even show that to you guys. But just you have to understand what's happening with the consumers buying behavior kind of indicators. And people aren't buying your typical products anymore. People are buying those kind of products where they can entertain themselves from home. They can keep themselves looking good from home. Those kind of things. So you just got to be very careful what you're selling. Other things that I've seen that have made a massive difference is obviously the logistics, shipping times, shipping delays they have all become a massive problem at the moment. So that was another thing that I've seen. Uh, But I'm going to be getting onto this a little bit later with Brian in terms of how you can get around this and how you can really solve these problems. Another thing that I've seen are differences in conversion rates have dropped ever so slightly. Um, If you've had a long-term brand before this situation, you're not going to be too bad. But if you're starting a new store, you are going to see small conversion drops. But apart from that, they're the main things that I personally see myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad that you mentioned that about buying behaviors because, mm. uh, I mean, and you've probably seen it too, you know, as, you know, back in 2019, I mean, I was surprised like uh, here in the U.S., you know, some of the brick and mortar stores that were closing. So to us, like Toys R Us, which mm. sells toys, uh, I mean, that had closed, you know, before last Christmas, you know, something that's been around for a long time where people physically go to the stores shopping had closed and they didn't close because of you know like current circumstances they closed uh, because of already consumer behaviors were changing more people are buying online as opposed to wanting to physically go so with that was already taking place and it was all more the reason to to be a part of this opportunity of e-commerce and and drop shipping and so on and then now fast forward to today like would you say that it accelerated Uh, what's already been happening.
1: Yeah, so I think, as you say, you've got to adapt or you're going to die. And a lot of companies don't want to adapt. Now, the best analogy of this is when Nokia and Apple were going head-to-head. Apple killed Nokia and killed BlackBerry because they didn't want to adapt to the new technology. The same way these brick-and-mortar stores didn't want to adapt. Now, the only kind of industry that's keeping the economy going, correct me if I'm wrong, is e-commerce. The only industry in the world at the moment that's keeping the economy going and getting money to go around the world is e-commerce. E-commerce is keeping the world going during this crazy period of time. Now that's a hidden kind of gold mine to those that see the benefit in it. Now, mm-hmm. if you're somebody that looks, sits back and says, look, there's people now making money online during this period. The amount of people that I've had come to me saying, Cam, I want to learn about how to make money online now, because people are at home bored, they wanna they want to try and do something. So I think it's never been a better time to really take e-commerce serious. And I think, you know what? For those that are in the space, it's gonna get more competitive. But Mm. there's never going to be a better chance to start e-commerce than now. I I can't can't emphasize it enough.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'd say the opportunity, it's accelerating uh, the demand. I mean, now there's mass number of people and what I've seen, I mean, in all different aspects. So, you know, education. I mean, I think just now in, in our state, the governor said, okay, well, now the schools are going to be physically closed till the end of the year. So the whole school year, the the physical schools are now closed, which means it's now for the full year, it's going to be e-learning. And Mm -hmm, e-learning was always around, but now you got the mass market that are e-learning. And the same thing with like people working from home. So, you know, mass number of people are being asked to work from home, but there are some people that have to physically go And I would say, you know, those people that if they already hated their job and now where they don't want to physically go, you know, they really and now they're even more inspired to to want to find, you know, some opportunities there. And uh, but then and then unfortunately, there might be some people even the audience right now listening where maybe they were let go. I think there's quite a few people uh, like that or opportunities that they were maybe doing before if they were Uber driving or freelancing or something like that where they couldn't physically do it. Now they can find opportunities here in the e-commerce space. So I think there's like this, you know, whelm of, of opportunities. And it actually leads me to a question that I wanted to ask you, which I think is really important. And let me pull it up here because I, I think there's a lot of people in, in different areas. But I mean, they're now motivated to want to learn the business and and i think you know the whole point of the podcast is to help lead people to people that have been keeping it real so you've been keeping it real and keeping and having good success and they've been helping other people and that's 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 the kind of people that i like to bring onto the podcast so with this question let me ask it to you and i'm actually going to read it so it goes through so imagine you had a couple thousand dollars to your name and in these current times you had to start all over again And knowing what you know now, what would you do over the next 30 days to start a business that would actually make you money and explain why? Okay, great. I love this question. I think it's a great question you asked
1: and I've got to give my hat off to you because like I said to you, this is just a such a powerful question which people are going to want to know. Now, going back from my four four to five years of doing this, I would straight away break this up by week. So I'd set this up to a four-week period and I'd focus on each week independently. So I wouldn't look at it at 30 days. I'd look at it, I've got four weeks and then I'd break those weeks up. So week one would be re- product research, niche research, and fulfillment and supply logistic research. So in week one, what I'd do is I'd go onto the internet, I'd do some research, find out what products at this current time are doing well. Now in the UK, we've got something called BBC News, And they released a news article the other day saying these are the top 10 industries. And they they were talking about the home fitness industry. They're talking about accessories that you can sell to people at home that are working from home, like laptop stands and like office chairs, little things like that. So I'll do some research. I'd also look at some niche research, seeing what other niches are doing well. I'll go onto Google Trends, see what Google Trends is saying, because that's always a good indicator. Then what I'll do is I'll go and reach out to some suppliers on AliExpress, I'd ask them, are they still operating? What are the shipping times like? What are the delays? Because at the end of the day, in this current period of time, yes, you still want to be selling products, but you've got to make sure that that logistic chain is fine. Like you don't want to sell a product and then you make, let's say for example, ten thousand dollars, and then you have to refund everybody back because just you had a whole logistic problem. So you need to really do your research and find out. Look are these suppliers active or they're not active should i be using aliexpress or not for example with me i'm not using aliexpress at the moment i'm using udrappy and i'm getting dhl shipping times between 3 and 15 days which is absolutely amazing which means my business can still run without any problems now i would do this in week two so then in week two what i'll do is i'll build the site i look at some competitors websites i optimize my website to match what they're doing now the reason why you want to do that is because you can't build a website like you would before. You have to change what you're saying on your website to convert people. So I made a video about this. You want to say things like bringing normality back into your life again, because people are looking to bring like normal things back into their life. Because people are trapped at home. I've been trapped at home now for a month and, and a week, and I'm I'm losing my mind. So. You really want to try and address people in a way where that's how they feel. So when you build your website, you need to really target that pain, which is they need to bring normality back into their life. So you need to do some research on copywriting for your website. And then what you need to do is you need to download apps, but not just downloading apps like normal. You need to optimize the apps as well. So, for example, like your Klaviyo email marketing, you need to optimize that to basically cater for this current situation, which is, You need an email sending out which says, look, there might be delays due to the current circumstance. So you need to make sure that you're optimizing all the apps you're putting on your website in week two to the current situation for example your text message marketing as well you need to make sure everything is optimized now something that i'm personally doing is i'm giving people discounts on their second on second order due to the inconvenience of delays so there's some little things that you can do to increase average order value which is very very important then what i also do in week 2 is i'll work on my marketing angles like my videos my pictures my ad copies That's what else I'd be doing in week two. Now, again, you want to look at competitors, see what they're doing. And again, you want to look at the bigger competitors. You want to find out what the big guys are doing, because obviously they're making a lot of money. So you need to see what they're doing so you can replicate the success. Then in week three, now this is one of the most important parts of this 30-day challenge is you need to find the right marketing platform for this current situation. Now, I kid you not, I kid you not, Facebook is not the best solution. Now, you, people are going to be like, really? Facebook's not the best solution? Like, really? Is that serious? I promise you this now. Facebook is not the best solution. Now, the best solution during this period of time, I kid you not, is TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Now, my top two would be Twitter and TikTok. Now, you're probably thinking, why are those two platforms going to be the best ones for this current situation? Now, the reason why they're going to be the best is because you've got to remember, with Twitter... The reason why that's a powerful social media platform is because Twitter is all about... It's kind of like like it's basically just talking loads of nonsense about the current situations in life. So for example, with this whole current situation, people on Twitter talking about it, trying to cheer each other up, trying to get people going. So let's say, for example, I'm selling a product. Now I saw a product, I don't know if you saw it, it's a product where you don't need to stir the tea or the coffee. It's like an automatic stir. You click a button and it stirs the drink for you. Now I saw loads of memes on Twitter about how you can do quarantining and relaxing without having to basically go out there and make yourself a cup of tea. You can literally just pour the sachet in, stir it, done. So what I'm trying to say is platforms like Twitter and TikTok are there for entertainment purposes. So at this current period of time, people are at home bored out of their face. So they're going to go on Twitter a lot. They're going to go on TikTok a lot and look for things to get entertained by. Now, what you want to do is you want to do entertaining marketing, which means Yes, you want to be selling a product that can make money, but you want to sell it in a way where it's going to entertain people instead of bringing value into their life. So for example, if you put a Twitter influencer ad out where you show them a cup automatically stirring a drink, people are going to look at that and think, that's hilarious. Why not be at home whilst you're in this current period and you don't even need to make yourself a cup of coffee anymore because it'll do it for you. So it's like it's a little joke, but people are going to look at that and think, yeah, that seems pretty handy. I'm going to buy it. Again, with TikTok, it's a platform where everybody goes on there To have fun, people go on there to get entertained because it's just full of jokes and laugh. So, what I want to say about week three is, you need to really do research about your marketing platforms. And like I said, this is some massive advice. Now, I promise you, Twitter and TikTok are the best ones in this current situation. Wow. Now, week four will be maintaining and scaling your current marketing strategies. So, let's say for example, I'm doing Twitter ads with three influencers. I want to now scale that to five or six. Or if I'm doing, Twitter influ- Sorry, if I'm doing uh, TikTok influencers with three or four people, I want to scale that to six to eight. So it's just scaling those current efforts. Now, during your marketing period in week three, you're going to be testing loads of different products with loads of different influencers. And by that stage, you should find at least one product that's going to be doing well. So you just want to scale that current effort out. Um, and that's what I'd personally be doing. Now, you're probably thinking, Cam... Is would that even work? Now I kid you not, that's what I've been doing for the last like since we've since we've started this current situation. Now, this is a new store that I launched literally last week. Um, and if we look at the numbers, and this is purely with Twitter influencers, what do you think of that four week
0: strategy? Yeah, really good strategy. And I, I would say I like the way that you broke it down into weeks. And for the audience listening, you could see that he's very systematic about his approach, right? So he he broke it down into weeks, one, doing the research and diving into the trend. So if he caught on, like this is the part that you actually want to re-listen to over again, because what he did, he broke it down. Initially starting out, you know, diving into what's trending right now. Really, you want to ask yourself that question, right? It's just like, okay, you know, now there's you know millions of people stuck at home, which introducing you know new problems to solve, new pain points. And hopefully there's products that are going to be there. And you know, just by looking at the Google Trends, listening to what the news and industry is talking about, you're you're getting insights into what's taken off, which is which is huge. So and the
1: best selling products at the moment, Brian, to give your audience some context so they can get straight ahead of the time is Your best industries are your fitness industries, you're working from home accessories, so things like laptop stands, office chairs, office, like just things that can enhance people's productivity from home. Other things are things like beauty, so keeping people looking good at home. So for example, this is a brand new store that that we did since the last seven days, you can see here, this is brand new since the last seven days this month so from april brand new store and this is basically a waist trainer so it actually makes people's bodies stay in good shape whilst they're at home because people can't go to the gyms people can't make them uh, enhance their bodies at the gym so we're selling that it's doing really well and again we're doing that with twitter and tiktok influencers so uh, so like those marketing platforms are doing the best now i have been running facebook ads for a few different stores and i'm not getting as good results as i am with those two platforms so that's why i'm really giving you guys like my yeah. real life like success i've had during this period of time
0: yeah yeah and that's really great i think that was my next thing that really stood out is you know mentioning the new platforms cuz i think you're probably one of the first on the podcast, to actually talk about this. And this is the whole reason why, you know, doing this live and making it current. You know, already Gary V's been talking about, you know, using TikTok and stuff, but it really is more about you know branding. But not too many people have really figured it out for, for drop shipping. And and Camille's mm-hmm. describing that, okay, it's working for him better than Facebook in these new launches, in these new product launches, which is really good to hear. So, I mean, that that's awesome, number one. And I think the other point that the audience should catch is that, you know, the way he described how the creative would capture the person. Because when you have your marketing hat on, you you want to keep in mind that people buy based on emotion. And like you said, you know, you put something, a product, they're stuck at home, they want to be entertained. Something caught their eye and made them laugh or made them realize, okay, I need to work out at home. And you put all those pieces together. And then there's a special offer that they could get this, you know, on a really good deal. Yeah. So another
1: massive golden tip I want to give your audience, and these are honestly golden tips is during this period of time, don't hard sell people. And like, you have to like downplay like the selling. So You want to come across as having a laugh, having a joke, but then you will, then obviously whilst they're watching and having a laugh, they're thinking, yeah, I could, I could do with that product myself. So then they just go and buy it. It, The key to this period is just don't hard sell. People are not in the mood to be hard sell. So try and downplay the selling and entertain it instead of doing it the typical way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very well said. Yeah. I'm glad that you brought that up because I mean, it goes back to, you know, I've always said, you know, people don't want to be sold to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but people do want to believe. They want to believe, and that's what inspires them to take action. So, if 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 you're able to to show something, whether if it's product based or you know even opportunity based, that you know people don't want to be sold on something, but if if they believe that this is something that can make their life better. Mm-hmm. You know whether if it's a physical product or an opportunity, that's what people are looking for and if you're able to communicate that properly, that's that's what's getting action that's what's taking uh getting sales, which is awesome, <laughs> really that's, awesome. Li-
1: that's literally honestly if you honestly that is putting it all together beautifully, honestly, there's no better way you, you can put it honestly,
0: yeah, yeah very well said yeah I mean br- breaking it down to four weeks I mean I think that's awesome so I think a lot of value there for sure and uh, l- let's even dive into you know maybe some core strategies for for the audience so like as you're launching this thing you know generally you know some drop shippers are either doing a general store a niche store or a single product store and what are you typically launching?
1: Yeah. So in this current situation, I've actually done an, I've done a um, general store. It's like a half general store. Like it's not selling everything. It's just selling every niche at the moment that's doing well. So for example, like I said to you, the fitness stuff, the entertainment stuff, um, the at-home office stuff. So putting all the top niches at the moment in one store. Um, and yeah. So it's kind of like a half general store. But again. It's also branding it in a way where it's telling people, look, we've got everything we need for you during this problem. So if you're at home board, we've got you covered. Makes sense. That's, that's how we're kind of strategizing the
0: whole store. Yeah. Oh, awesome, man. Yeah, for sure. So when you mentioned Facebook ads, Facebook ads are still working for some of your existing stores? Yeah, Facebook ads are still
1: working pretty well, especially for the branded ones and the long-term uh, stores. So the ones that we've had a lot of pixel data, like we're doing lookalikes, just only we're not basically any store that we're doing non-called interest for. So only lookalikes they're doing mm-hmm. fine. The, don't get me wrong, the ROAS isn't amazing like it was before. Some are doing okay, but in terms of just launching new products from Facebook on uh, test new products on Facebook, sorry. It's not doing as well. Like I said, if you've had pixel data and you've been doing lookalikes before this situation, you should be fine. There should be no issues.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome for sure. And I would say, you know, with and when you mentioned Instagram, what were you referencing there? Was that more? Oh yeah. So when
1: I when I reference Instagram, I'm on about Instagram influencers more than Instagram ads as a placement. I'm on about actual influencers, and mm-hmm. um, because influencers are having price, so normally influencer marketing they have their certain days, certain times that post will do well. I've spoke to a lot of influencers and they're saying to me, every day is a good day to post because so many people are bored. They're just binging their Instagram stories, they're binging their Instagram posts. So Instagram influencer marketing used to be a lot more harder because you have to wait for certain days to do well. Now, every day is doing well for influencers, especially if you go into the good ones. So influencer marketing is is, is, in, it, is, in, it, is, it, is in its best shape ever, honestly, best shape ever.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) That's good insight too. Yeah, for sure. A lot of current information here because I mean, it's all about, and maybe even speak to that because it's all about, you know, testing to find this out. Like a lot of people outside looking in, you know, say your success story, they hear your success story. It sounds a heck of a lot faster than what everybody else is doing at a young age. and And outside looking in, it sounds like a get rich quick scheme. And but maybe touch on, you know, what's the level of work that you had to do behind this and the level of testing that you had to do to figure this stuff out.
1: So back four or five years ago, I was in a crazy place, man. Like I wasn't this guy four or five years ago. I was a guy that was getting into a lot of trouble, getting into a lot of stuff. And at home, it wasn't great either because nobody really believed me. Now, I know this is a big problem that everybody else is going to face, especially those ones that are my age, which is... When you tell your parents, look, I'm going to do this entrepreneur thing, they're like, go get a job, go get a job. They don't take it serious. So when you've got so much negativity around you, especially when you're at home, it can be tough. Now, in terms of how long I spent every day doing this, I spent 10 to 12 hours a day learning this stuff like It was saying to my girlfriend, look, we're not going out this week for food. I'm staying at home, learning this stuff. And you either accept it or you go and you don't come back. It's up to you. And again, with parents and family gatherings, I said to my family, look, I'm not going to this so-and-so's birthday this time. I'm staying at home doing my e-com stuff. So a lot of people don't see the... People only see the success. They don't see what happened before. Now, Mm -hmm. it took me two years, roughly around about a year and a half, two years, to actually make any decent income where I could class this as a full-time way of making money. Before that, it was just like little bits of money that can keep me going, but I couldn't really live a life on it. Now, it is very tough. You have to spend a lot of money. You do have to do a lot of testing, find what works right for that product. So for example, instead of just trying Facebook ads for a product, try Instagram influencers, try TikTok influencers for that product. Because if you're only testing Facebook ads, then you're just basically lowering yourself down to one way of doing something now. It's like, for example, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like, I don't even even know the best analogy for this. Like, you could show i don't even know i can't even give a good analogy for this it's so complicated but at the end Uh of the day there's so many different audience types if you don't show each audience type the right the right product then you're never going to know what's going to work but all i'm going to say to people watching this is it's not a get rich quick scheme now if you treat this like a hobby you'll only make hobby money if you treat it like a business you'll make business money. but uh, You have to take this stuff serious. Now there are a lot of people out there that make out you can get rich quick. If they, if anybody ever tells you you can make money quick, run away from them and literally block them. Don't listen to them because yeah. this stuff is serious. It's a crazy roller coaster. I've gone some I've gone through some serious depression going through this period because it's very lonely it can get very, very scary, especially when you're 16, 17 years old and you're taking on the responsibilities of normally 30 to 40 years, 40 year olds. It can get very, very scary.
0: Yeah, very well said. And thanks for speaking to that, you know, in those aspects of, you know, there's a lot of young entrepreneurs that are venturing into the space and even that level of responsibility, because I've I've seen it happen too. And you've probably seen it as you've been mentoring people. You know, I've been helping people get started and they'll quickly go from, man, I hope I get sales to, oh shit, I got sales. You know, now what do I do? Because they got they have customers that they need to take care of, right? Yeah, that that,
1: that level of responsibility, responsibility. Goes, through the, goes through the roof and they're panicking. So like, I've got to deal with human beings now. and we'll make sure that their needs are fulfilled. <laughs> so like I said, when you're young and... You've never had to take on those responsibilities because normally, let's say you're a 30-year-old getting into dropshipping, you've worked at a job where you've had to look after customers normally. So you kind of get an idea for it. But when you're so young, it, it can be so overwhelming. And that, that's something that these guys don't cover. Things like legalities and stuff like that. And it's, it's some scary stuff, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm taking a look at the live stream here. Let's let's get a couple of the questions that are coming through. So this is a question from Bart, and he said, "As a beginner, how should you handle cash flow while scaling due to Shopify's payment delay?"
1: Yeah, absolutely beautiful question there in terms of payment holds by Shopify and other payment providers. Now, the first thing when it comes to this question is you need to find out how long the holds for. Now, companies tend to do a 30-day hold, a 90-day hold, and a 180-day hold. So it depends which one you get put into. Now, in terms of understanding that is, realistically, you should have a credit card for your business because obviously it helps manage your cash flow. It helps you when you've got payment holds. Now, if you have got a credit card, then it's recommended that you call the credit card company up and you say, look, at the moment, I'm having to wait for payment holds from certain companies, you tell them the companies, you show them the proof. And credit card companies will say, look, you don't even have to pay us the money back for months. Like I, and I'm sure not, not, not many people know that, you know, not many people tell you that. You can actually call up these credit card companies and say, look, I've got all this money waiting for me, but I've got to to wait 90 days. And if you show them that it's the truth, they'll say, look, we'll give you 30 days, 90 days to pay us whatever you owe us. That's cool. And that'll give you the chance then to scale. Now, if you're not not fortunate enough to have a credit card because you might not be able to get one, then it's going to be a little bit more painful because you're going to have to scale down or you're going to have to just maintain what you've got going. Because unless you've got cash flow, you can't scale. If you scale and you've got no cash, trust me, You'll end up getting a lot of chargebacks. It's just not worth it. Don't scale if you can't afford it. I can't emphasize that enough. If you're tempted, trust me, do not do it because I promise you, you'll lose a lot of money if you try it. Now, like I said, just maintain what you're currently doing or drop it down by at least 30% or you're going to be in a big situation.
0: Yeah, yeah. Very good, gem there for sure. And here we got a question from Dan. He's asking about non-Chinese made products or I think he's also saying products that are not shipping from China. So I think he's asking about is is there any sources? He's asking
1: how to get suppliers from out of China. Is that what he's asking?
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: So in terms of finding suppliers out of China and not going to people like AliExpress and Alibaba, these are the companies that I personally work with and I can vouch for. Mm -hmm. Udroppy is a company that I'm personally using at the moment. And yes, in terms of shipping prices, it is quite expensive, but I just implement that back into my product pricing. Now, And again, it comes back to consumer psychology, consumer behavior. Now, consumers understand, and this is very important, people listen to this, Consumers understand that prices have gone up due to this current situation. So they're okay with paying extra because they know it's it's just, it's just happening at the moment. Prices have gone up. It's natural. So consumers have changed. Yes, I'm willing to pay an extra 5 to $10 more than usual. So implementing that extra cost into your product pricing will not make a difference. So I use Udroppy. I'm getting DHL Express for 3 to 15 days for roughly between 5 and $10. Other companies are Piper SKU. And other companies are CJ Dropshipping. They're the ones that you can use to get outside of AliExpress on an entry-level scheme.
0: Mm -hmm. Very good tips there for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's really awesome stuff. So hopefully that helped you guys out here. Yeah, I'd say, man, this is really great. And it actually leads me to one other question. So related to like self-education, what are you doing to keep yourself on the edge? oh yeah man latest trends.
1: yeah self education's is key to everything like you've like uh, there's a saying which is always the student and never the master you have to follow that saying because it's it's super super important that you don't get your ego in the way now in terms of how i keep myself self-educated is i still buy i still buy courses today just to see if there's any other guys out there that are offering decent value that i don't already know of
0: mm-hmm
1: I'm still buying courses by other industry leaders. I'm buying courses more about YouTube ads, Google ads, and stuff like that. So I'm still always buying courses and making sure that I'm learning. I'm still, I'm st- I still always pay for mentorship now. So I might want to invest. I invested not long ago into a YouTube ad mentor. Um, I paid him a couple of thousand dollars, and I learned a lot from it. And I'm always reading books as well. So it's not just about learning Facebook ads. It's always about it's, al- it's always about keeping your uh, self-discipline as well, making sure that your mental health is always good as well. So I'm still reading books. I'm still trying to kind of open my vision up to the door. But apart from that, that's pretty much what I'm doing. I still do watch a couple of YouTube videos here and there, but mainly my ways of learning is mentorship courses and live masterminds personally. They're the ones that I tend to invest in more on the mentorship side. If people know me well enough, they know that I prefer a mentorship than a course, but that's pretty much how I'm staying up to
0: date. Yeah. That's awesome for sure. And like I said, there's power in the patterns and, you know, like you touched on with mentorship and self-education is powerful. And I think a lot of people that have had success has found a mentor in some shape or form, right? You know, whether if they, they found it on YouTube or if they used a course or if they plugged into a group or, you know, listening to the podcast or different things like that, or even signing up to mentorship and actually Speaking of that, let's give uh, some exposure for what you've been working on. Are you still promoting the e commerce mentoring? Is that what it's called? Yeah.
1: So I own a company called e commerce mentoring.com or e commerce limited. And there's five of us in the company. I'm the owner and we do very intense one on one mentorship. So mm-hmm. it's basically a month mentorship program where one of us assigned to your mentor. And we work with you for a whole month, step-by-step. Step. You add us to your Shopify admin page. You add us to your Facebook admin page. And we go through each step with you step-by-step step, every other day on a live call, which will last between 30 and 90 minutes long. They're all screen shared and record. And it's just there to take you from a beginner to an advanced dropshipper as quick as we can within that month. Now, if you need to extend an extra month, you can do that. Or if you've already got a store, but you just need help with Facebook ads, we can tailor it to whatever you need. But we're really the only company that offer that intense mentorship on that kind of level in terms of how often we call you every other day. It's, it's insane. Um, yeah, we still offer it. We get some great results for clients as long as they get their head down and and do what we tell them.
0: Oh, awesome.
1: And, uh, how do
0: people find it?
1: So you can go to ecommercementoring.com. You can Google ecommerce mentor and you'll see us come up for rank number one on Google. Uh, (laughs) That's good. SEO is on a a, a good level for us. You can also go to my Instagram. It's it's in the bio. YouTube, it's in the bio. It's just ecommercementoring.com.
0: Yeah. Yeah, really awesome stuff. And then I would say it's even worth mentioning. And as you're talking about it, I had the website pulled up. So for those on the... On the live stream, you could see it. But then also your YouTube channel, which, is, which has been doing pretty awesome. I would say, you know, maybe even talk a little bit about that, like your journey in YouTube and how it really took off.
1: Yeah. So I started YouTube literally the start of last year. So it was January, 2019. I started, I had a Facebook group before YouTube and I had around about 2000 people in there and I built up an audience from Facebook. Now, how did I build my Facebook group to start with was I was in loads of other dropshipping groups and I'd I'd literally just post value after value. And I started building up a personal brand. And then I thought, why not make my own Facebook group, which I did. And then I invited people to my own Facebook group. Then it started growing. And then people in my own Facebook group was like, can start a YouTube channel? It would be a amazing if you did that so then i started a youtube channel uh, and i was absolutely crap at youtube to start with if you just go and watch some of my first ever videos they're horrendous and i think my goal for youtube when i started and the reason why i think i was so successful was i made sure that my content was top-notch i wasn't hiding anything from people i was being fully transparent i wasn't only giving you half and then trying to get you to pay for the rest of it I was giving away course value content for free. I don't want to pay for it. I don't sell a course, so I had no agenda to try and pull you in. So all my content was was just lots of value and I'd make videos about everything people needed. And throughout throughout the journey of my YouTube channel, the quality of the videos got better, the content got better, the recording got better the editing got better and then just I, I was just getting a lot of attraction people thought damn this guy's giving everything away for free which most people charge thousands of dollars for i really like this guy he's so genuine he's so honest and he doesn't try and sell us anything like although i offer mentorship you a kid you not find a video where i talk about my mentorship i never actually talk about it in any of my videos i just leave it in the description i'm not here mm. to sell anything i'm just here to offer value and that is it. And I think that's why my channel was so successful. And it's still so successful is because it's just course worthy content
0: for free. And you don't even have to pay for it. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. And, uh, and I think it goes to show, I mean, I think that's the real power of it. And what's been the motivation behind that? Like wanting to, to, to help people in terms of the motivation,
1: I think standing back and looking at the industry and looking at some of the teachers in the industry, I was like, damn, these guys are just not Doing it right. I just thought, damn, <laughs> these guys are not doing it right. Somebody needs yeah. to come in here and, and re-re-educate re, the education system for dropshipping. And I thought, can yeah. can I be that guy to come in and reteach people the real way of doing things, the honest way of doing things the long term? Because a lot of people on YouTube in the industry try and to teach you the short-term ways, which are obviously not the greatest ways of doing things. And I thought, can I come into this industry and retransformate it into yeah. the long-term roots? And I thought, yes, I can. And that's what motivated me. And another thing that motivated me is I wanted to build a legacy. And I think that's something that most people don't really look at. I'm more interested in building a legacy than I am building a massive fortune on YouTube. I'm here to just be remembered as that guy that changed lives for free. And that's it.
0: That's completely it. Yeah. No, oh, that's really awesome, man, and uh, we appreciate what you're doing, and even for coming on the podcast. I feel the same way. It's been kind of the purpose of doing the podcast, which is to direct people that have been keeping it real, and and giving value out there. But you know, at the end of the day, Camille's also a business owner as well, and his time is valuable. So I mean, he has things and phases, but like you said, he's not trying to hard sell anybody. But there's there's opportunities and access, you know, to knowledge and time that that's available uh, where. People are at at different levels, right? Mm. To be able to participate in, which is just awesome. And there's actually, I caught another question here. There's a few questions, but let's take one more. This is from Kevin. He said, good to use AliExpress for low ticket items, or should you use the advice you gave use companies like CJ. So he's saying for low ticket items.
1: Okay, yeah. So for low ticket items now, honestly, guys, if you really want to, then you can sell on AliExpress, but I'd recommend going through AliExpress standard shipping and not e-packet. So if you do want to go with AliExpress, go with AliExpress standard shipping, not e-packet.
0: Yeah, okay. Awesome, man. Yeah, and there's another question, but I don't understand it and I'm not going to attempt to try to read it. It looks like some typo. So Ayub, if you could maybe retype your <laughs> question there. I don't uh, quite uh, understand what you were saying. But I do have one more question is like, you know, now, what does a day in your life lo- look like now as you're, as you're running your business and things like that?
1: Yeah, great question. So a day in the life looks like this. I wake up automatically, not an alarm anymore. I've been able to reprogram myself to wake up at around about 6.30 to 7 a.m. And as soon as I wake up, I'll go out. I'll wash my face quickly. Go for a 30-minute walk or run to get my body going because it's very important that you go for a walk at least once a day. I've learned that the hard way. And then as soon as I get home, get my breakfast, get my coffee. I need a coffee every morning. I Don't know about you, but coffee is is is, yeah. is what I need, yeah. man. Yeah, Have I'm my coffee. It right now. <laughs> Come back. That's it, dude. The coffee is the key. Come back and I'll look at my emails. Catch up with my VAs on Slack make sure everything's running smoothly with that. And then I'll go into my Facebook ads manager, make sure that the ads are doing what I need them to do. No problems there. And then what I'll do is I will then look for new products to basically test or I'll contact some of the suppliers, see if there's any problems with the suppliers. And then what I'll do after that is I'll obviously help out with my YouTube channel, look at some comments in the YouTube channel. And then I'll catch up with my business partners as well on a Skype call for about five minutes. And then after that, I'll probably go for some lunch, And then once I come back, I'll probably look at some new YouTube video ideas, just anything to really do a business. And then I like to spare 30 to an hour a day with self-education, whether it be a podcast, whether it be reading a book, whether it be watching a video or catching up on a course that I've not completed. And then I just like to chill out If I'm being honest with you. Yeah. I work around about 10, I'll probably say six to 10 hours a day now. I do like to play Xbox in the evening for an hour and then just go to bed and then I'm all
0: good, man. That's awesome, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Laptop lifestyle, working from home and, you know, he's able to set his own schedule, but you could see he has it structured and systematized where he's working with the team of people treating his business like a business. And that's why he has the results that that he's doing, which is just really great. Yeah,
1: 100%, dude. You have to have systems in place because systems stand for save yourself serious time, money, and energy. So if, if you don't have that set up, then you're going to be in a problem. Like I've got VAs for everything but the ads. Like I trust VAs for everything, just not with the ads and stuff. That's the stuff where a professional professional should really be doing stuff like. So I've got VAs for everything, like I said, but the ads. So it actually saves me hours and hours and hours and hours. And that's pretty much how I've got it down, really.
0: That's awesome. Well, yeah, this is really great, man. You dropped a lot of value here. And I want to give you a chance to leave some closing remarks with the audience. So I'll let you take it away.
1: I don't know what to say, dude. Honestly, if people are just looking for free, valuable content, you don't need to pay for it. You're not going to get sold a hard course when, when you finish watching the YouTube video. Check out my YouTube channel, The Ecom King. We're at 33,000 subscribers and 700 if you're looking for the right channel. So yeah, like I said, that's all I'm going to say to end off. I appreciate uh, Brian taking his time out today for an hour and getting me on the podcast. I've been really looking forward to actually coming on here. I'm really excited to listen back to the podcast to see how it went, really. I'm really excited about it. Um, And like I said, just just watch the YouTube channel if you're looking for free content. But I also want to finish off by saying make sure you take the podcast that Brian's making, the Tech Money Talk, serious, Because trust me, if you listen to this, let's say when you go into work every morning or you're coming back from work, you can change your life because the key to changing your life is to reprogram yourself.
0: And with Brian's podcast, you're going to be able to do that. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Well, thanks, brother. I appreciate it. And we'll be in touch. No worries, dude. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Tech Money Talks podcast. It's officially sponsored by Spotify and Anchor FM. Tune in every weekday to Ask B Mac on Tech Money Talks Live. It's at 2 p.m. Central every weekday on YouTube or Facebook. Simply go to youtube.com slash techmoneytalks or go to facebook.com slash techmoneytalks. If you want to learn how to make money with no money, then go to dropshipbyphone.com. Go to dropshipbyphone.com be on the fast track to starting your own business you can work with me personally it's my dropship funnels done for you service i work with you one-on-one to build your own store and get your very own sales fast in drop shipping you can go to dropshipfunnels.com to find out more information